0: Welcome to the Donald POV. I'm Donald Fitzgill Jr., bringing you my point of view on everything I want to talk about, literally everything, and trust me, I've got a lot to say. So without further ado, let's go! Twelve years ago, I entered a noodling contest in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma, the Oakey Noodling Tournament. It was perhaps the whitest thing I've ever done in my life. No offense, just facts. Now, some of you might have heard about noodling on the show Dirty Jobs. Noodling is where you go fishing, primarily for flathead catfish with your bare hands. I was working for a securities brokerage at the time when one day a stock trader named John, who was from Oklahoma, said... Have you guys ever heard of noodling? It's where people go fishing for catfish with their hands. None of us could believe this was actually a thing. I mean, why would anyone attempt to catch a fish with their bare hands? It sounded like something a bunch of college frat guys would come up with while drunk at a lake. So then John tells us not only is this a thing, but they have a contest every year in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. And then, and then, he says, the deadline to enter the contest was a few weeks ago. I think it's way too late for us to enter this year, but if I can contact the organizers of the tournament and get us in, would you guys do it? And about four or five of us without thinking just said yes. We just said yes. Now, I don't know if you've ever agreed to do something that you didn't want to do only, only because you thought it wouldn't happen. But that's what I did. I didn't think it would happen. What kind of place still accepts entrance into a contest two weeks after the entry deadline? Why even have a deadline if you're going to accept people two weeks after the fact? I guess I expected more from people who catch fish with their hands. So they accepted our entry and allowed us to enter into the noodling contest. Yay! The contest was about a week away at this point, and word started getting out around the company about what we were going to do. And of course, everyone was encouraging and wished us well. Right? No, no, they did not. They started sending us YouTube clips of snakes eating fish in the river, and they would come by our cubicles and just shake their heads, like, nice knowing you guys. At least that's how I took it. I took it all as a sign of disrespect, and that motivated me to prepare as much as possible. The more we looked into this whole noodling thing, the more dangerous we realized that it was. You see, The catfish bury themselves to spawn in holes on the edge of lakes and rivers. When you reach your hand into the hole, the catfish, in an attempt to defend the hole, reaches out and bites you to defend itself. When it bites you, you grab it through its gills and pick it up out of the water. This is the best case scenario. You see, one of the problems with this process is that humans are not the only species that love to eat catfish, so, Turtles and alligators hide in these holes too, hoping for catfish to come along. So you can reach your hand into one of these holes with five fingers and pull out three. Or you could reach your hand into one of these holes and the catfish grabs you, pulls you under the water, and you drown. Why did we do this? A couple days before the event, I went to the Bass Pro Shop that was down the street from where we worked. There was a huge aquarium that had lots of fish, including a flathead catfish. This was the first time I had seen one up close. I was told this fish was about 25 to 30 pounds, and looking at him up close, all of his weight was in his head. His head was so big. But since I'm big on visualizing, I wanted to picture him on my hand as I walked out of the water with this fish. But as I looked at him, as I looked deep in his eyes, all I could think was, please, God, don't let me be the first black man to get killed by a catfish. Please. So we head to Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, where everything was hole-in-the-wall. For real. Everything. But whatever. Who cares about hole-in-the-wall when you're about to go noodling? I feel like there was only one radio station, and seemingly every other song they played was Boys from Oklahoma by Cross-Canadian Ragweed. So by the time we got to the lake, we all knew the lyrics to this song. Well, them boys from Oklahoma roll the joints all wrong. They're too damn skinny. They're way too long. Well, I ain't no holy roller, so I'll just use a bong. Them boys from Oklahoma roll the joints all wrong. We heard it over and over and over until we loved it. The first stop was in Lake Texoma, and here we were walking around this lake looking for holes. And I'm gonna be honest, I wasn't looking very hard. In fact, I believe only John, the guy from Oklahoma, was seriously looking for holes. As we're out there, someone notices a boat way in the distance and says, I think that's the game warden. Lake Texoma straddles the Texas-Oklahoma border, and on one side you don't need a fishing license to noodle, and on the other side you did. Someone realized this, and the three of us that didn't have fishing licenses got back into the boat, while the two that had fishing licenses stayed out there as fate would have it, that was the game warden, and he came down and asked for the licenses of both of the guys that were in the water. They showed him their fishing licenses, and all was well. And the game warden made sure to tell those of us that didn't have licenses to stay in the boat and absolutely do not fish. Now, I don't know if you believe in answered prayer, but if this isn't a prayer being answered, I don't know what is. The game warden leaves, we sit back crack open a beer and start singing boys from oklahoma and felt like we just hit the lottery because we didn't lose any fingers the two guys that were still out in the water continued to look for catfish but thankfully found nothing i can only imagine how we would have reacted if something actually grabbed a hold of us at the end of the day we headed to the main event this is where participants drove up with their fish in a barrel and presented the fish for everyone to see This was done after the fish had been inspected because they have to make sure you didn't use a fishing pole and weighed because the largest fish wins. Now, there were so many fish that were brought up. There was even a scuba division. I think the largest catfish in the non-scuba division was about 75 pounds. And the largest catfish in the scuba division was about 125 pounds. Someone went underwater and came out with a 125-pound catfish in their hands. That's pretty freaking amazing. After the presentation, they had a fish fry and it was delicious. I ate so much catfish. I would go back just to eat this catfish again. And at the end of the night, when everyone was full and not sober, it was time to select the noodling queen. Yes, there was a noodling queen and there's a good chance she looked exactly as you're picturing her right now. We, of course, had to take a picture with the noodling queen, so it's floating out there somewhere on the internet, I'm sure. As the night was coming to an end, we're walking back to our car, and we hear the song, Boys from Oklahoma, one more time. We stayed long enough to finish singing the song, and the night was complete. Till next time. Well, folks, thanks for tuning in. If you liked what you heard, please tell a friend and please subscribe on iTunes. Also, please feel free to check us out online at thedonaldpov.com and Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at thedonaldpov. Till next time, I'm Donald Fitzgill, Jr., and this is the Donald POV. Brought to you by the Speakeasy Sound Company. I'll holla.